morning from the team here at 1.37 p.m. This is 7.31 a.m. Let's get the day going. Good morning, 1.37 p.m. Thank you for getting your day started with the 7.31 a.m. podcast. My name is Bo Templin. Today is Tuesday, September 27, 2022. Today on 7.31 a.m., we have stories in entertainment, sports, tech, and in style. So, Charlie, it has been a minute, but coming on 7.31 a.m., Charlie Colbrenner. Charlie, uh, do you miss the show a little bit? Yeah, no, absolutely I do. It's nice, as we talked about, I have sort of more work, more responsibility at 137 right now, so it's definitely nice to have it off my plate a little bit, but I definitely, it was one of my favorite parts of my job, but I'm still, I'll, I'll, I'll come on a couple more, I'll, I'll try and be on more, but I definitely miss it, absolutely. Well, Charlie, I, I hope the rust isn't too severe on the show because we're going to open things up with a just incredibly tough segment. Uh, Charlie, as we said, today is September 27th. We're going to say happy birthday to little Wayne. So to open up 40th birthday, 40th birthday to little Wayne. So to open up the show today, let's do a little bit of a, a draft here. Why don't we draft our three favorite little Wayne songs, Charlie, because I'm, you know, I'm the host of 731 AM. Um, I'm going to let you go first in this draft caveat here no little wayne like features right this has to be a little wayne song uh it cannot be like a Nicki minaj or drake song that he is on so charlie colbrander first overall pick so i, I want to go with the song that if it's a draft it's i'm trying to build the best team the team that's going to win and if i've got the first pick i am going to have to go with mrs officer i just think that if you are thinking about the general discography of lil wayne it's the song that in my opinion he's got the best verses i feel like mrs officer is the first lil wayne song that i heard where i was like a kid where i was like that's just, I think, the best of all of Lil Wayne. It's a hit, and it's also, like, his verses are solid. I love that one. Was that going to be in your list or no? You know, almost, like, to the point where I didn't even put it in my list because I knew, realistically, there was a solid chance that it would be the first overall pick. Um, yeah, it, it's it's great. Um, Bobby Valentino, you know what I mean? Like, come on now. It's just so damn good. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to kind of stay somewhat a little bit later on i think it's like a 2008 2009 pick but i'm gonna go with right above it it ended up being the theme song for the show ballers it's got a great verse from drake but this is like some of the best vibes i think that uh lil wayne puts out and i'm i'm very confident as my like as the captain of my lil wayne song team my second pick is going to be Let the Beat Build. Um, also, I guess I'm picking all stuff off the Carter 3 so far. Um, but the thing about Let the Beat Build that I love about it is that it's right in the title. Let the Beat Build. And then when it finally, the final drop of it, I remember when I was like probably like 12 or 13 listening to the Carter 3 for the first time, listening to Let the Beat Build and the Beat Built. I was like, oh man, that is awesome. All right, what do you got? I don't know how much of these become like personal picks, right? Versus like what I think other people would pick. Like I think other people would probably pick a Millie or six foot, seven foot, I think are two popular picks, but I'm going to go in a different direction here. I'm going to go with Hustler music. Char, when you get into this smoke sesh post work today, like for real, for real, for real, dive into it a little bit because that is, that's probably my favorite Lil Wayne song. Of okay. All, time. all right. I will. I will. Uh, Char, your, your third overall pick. All right. Well, so I, I have two options and one I was going to pick if I was worried that you took mine, um, but I'm going to go with it actually because it's just sort of a dark horse answer. Um, this is the one that I'm going to get, I'm going to get in trouble from because it's a Lil Wayne song, but it's on, it's not on a Lil Wayne album, which is that the song that I'm picking is Scared of the Dark, which is off of the Enter the Spider-Verse soundtrack. 
and it's a Lil Wayne Ty Dolla Sign track. Um, the reason why I shouldn't pick this one is because Lil Wayne's verses on it are not very good. Like he is not the good part of the song. It's that Ty Dolla Sign, the chorus, and it hits in a part of the movie where he's like, I'm not scared. And it's the part of the movie that's very sad and scared of the dark. That song rules. Great work. But I'm going to wrap things up. Um, this is a little bit of a newer pick. But I think I like the different phases of Lil Wayne. I like that, you know, he goes from like 98 to now. I think, you know, it shows a lot of range. The Carter Five is brilliant. Of course. And I think my favorite track off that album is probably Dedicate. Yeah. And just something about that beat gets me going. It feels like just like as vintage of Lil Wayne as imaginable. But place him in with like 20 years of experience in the rap game. It's just... God, does that song slap. Absolutely. Hey, happy birthday, Lil Wayne. Happy birthday, Lil Wayne. That's a pretty good job. I'm curious what people say. Who do you think's got the better squad? Charlie, 731 time. Let's get going. First story of the day is in style. I profiled the brand. It's on the site right now. Came out last night. Um, we're going to do some more social content about it throughout the day today. Profile this brand called Percival. I would say of all the brands I've talked about my profiles of on 731 AM, this is the brand that people should check out. Just in that the whole ethos of the brand is about making menswear elevated, but still very accessible and easy to wear. And that's part of what makes the brand so wonderful and amazing. Um, it's become in the past year, Percival has become a brand that a lot of the stars we talk about on the podcast wear, like Chris Evans, Andrew Garfield, a lot of the superhero guys. Um, Kit Harrington has been wearing it a lot. Uh, the Rock has been wearing it a lot lately as well. Their signature stuff is they make a lot of like short sleeve button downs and polos um, with like sort of an interesting pattern or something fun. Um, and I talked to the founder and he's this really sweet, wonderful guy, Chris Gove. And he talked about the fact that he was very disillusioned. He's from London or he's sorry, he's not from London. He's from the UK. The store is in London. He's very disillusioned with the how menswear was so serious when he was first starting the store back in like 2015. And he wanted there to be a brand where you can dress well and just can relax, mate. That's what the quote that I used in the article. The brand is now so, so successful, doing wonderfully. They have a new store in Soho. They do collabs with Champion, a lot of other brands, and they all do super well. Um, and the pieces are, are great. They're just like so easy to wear, but really can elevate anybody's style. He told me the story that I just think is so funny, which is that when they first opened a store five, six years ago in the first iteration of the brand, and he had started it with a co-founder at the time who will remain nameless, it became clear to Chris eventually that the co-founder was kind of just in on Percival and using the store as a location to kind of just do nefarious activities, of a myriad of different nefarious activities. Um, some of which were that Chris would start finding rolled up bills uh, around in the basement, signifying that they were being used for not to buy stuff for something else. Um, and then the way that that came to a head was that one day Chris was in the store and this guy came in who actually happened to be a sort of semi-famous or pretty famous rock star from the UK um, who came into the store and he was clearly upset that he needed to exchange some clothes and Chris was willing to be very accommodating because he was like, this is a celebrity wearing the gear. Um, and so he was ready to be very accommodating. And the, 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 the musician said, hey, I was about to get on a flight to a, a, a concert I had to go to. Um, and I was about to go through security and I started checking my pockets of the shirt that I bought here and I found a bag of cocaine in this pocket. Um, and so just to recap, what that means is that the co-founder, who is no longer with the company, obviously, um, was taking the shirts off the rack, wearing them out on the town, putting drugs, things back in the pockets and then hanging the shirt back up on the rack to sell it. Um, and then they would sell them because they were selling a lot of shirts then. Um, but so then eventually, Chris, after that, 
due to a lot of reasons, closed that store, um, maintained the name Percival, reopened online, has seen a lot of success online. And then they were able to open a new storefront in London, um, which is so beautiful and wonderful in Soho in London. Um, I have a bunch of their shirts now, too, um, that I'm wearing very frequently. Their, their motto is subverting the classics. Um, but Chris says that now, because a lot of people subvert the classics, the idea is really just about being able to dress well in a way that is fun and doesn't have to be such serious business. And I feel like when you look at their clothes, that that's clear. And it's a wonderful brand. Check it out. Wow. Char- what a story. Holy shit. I'm excited to read all about it. Charlie Colbrand, thank you for coming on 731. We will move on over into entertainment. Entertainment. We got The Last of Us trailer, the upcoming TV adaptation, The Last of Us, which is like pretty much regarded as one of the better video games of all time. They dropped the first trailer for the project on Monday and it absolutely slapped. So the series stars Pedro Pascal, Bella Ramsey. Uh, They're a pair of survivors forced to survive on a cross-country journey in a post-apocalyptic United States. The trailer features a first look at what the show will look like, and judging from what we've seen, they've nailed the look and feel. We see the landscapes as well as the clickers, which are the franchise's version of, like, zombie-ish-esque creatures. So with video game adaptations, we've talked about a lot on 7.31 a.m. at least. They don't have the best track record, but this feels a little bit different, right? This is being helmed by Craig Mazin, who was the showrunner of Chernobyl, and then Neil Druckmann, who was the lead director and writer for The Last of Us game. So, like, if you were to look at leadership, it appears to be in very good hands. We don't have a release date for the show, but it will release in 2023. We'll move on over into sports, where Jimmy Johnson retires from racing. Sports. Listen, we can keep it a buck, 7.31 a.m. listeners. I don't know a ton about racing. I don't know a ton about NASCAR, but I know the name Jimmy Johnson, and that alone will tell you that this is a really big deal. Jimmy Johnson will officially be stepping away from racing full time. He retired from NASCAR back in 2020 and he finishes his career with $120 million in career earnings. He has the sixth most wins all time on the NASCAR Cup Series. You know, the the opportunity to walk away from the racing game injury free with things intact and now he gets to spend time with his family on a beach. That's That sounds like a pretty good way to go. So we're going to say congratulations to Jimmy Johnson on a fantastic career in racing. Also want to shout out, he's a fellow San Diegan from El Cajon, California. Always got to show as much love as possible to our fellow San Diegans. We will now get into tech. tech. And another story where y'all know, I don't know about tech. I don't know about space. But NASA is on an asteroid mission that just absolutely blew my mind. So I'm going to try and read this and break this thing down a little bit. Like Interstellar really is about as far as I can go when it comes to space stuff. But this story from NASA sounds exactly like the movie Armageddon with Bruce Willis and Ben Affleck. NASA is trying to change the trajectory of an asteroid that is about 7 million miles away. And this is all in preparation. This is a practice run for like the doomsday scenario when an asteroid could actually be coming to Earth. The shuttle that NASA sent is going towards this asteroid at 14,000 miles per hour. And apparently like it already happened but we won't know if it's a success for another couple of weeks or so. Uh, and the entire mission costs $325 million and is the first mission of its kind. Wow, uh, I can't believe I was talking about space today. Also yesterday, or that was maybe Sunday, I, I'm not even really sure what day exactly was, but Jupiter was as close to Earth as it will 
ever be, at least for the next like 150 years or so though. But that'll be it for today's episode. For more details on these stories and more, let's head to 137pm.com. Let's follow 137pm on all socials. Let's go to the Discord. That's where you go, become part of the family. Uh, We'll be back tomorrow. As always, remember, stay curious. Stay curious.